Hello, hello. This is Pip Coleman and I am jumping in to share with you my top 10 signs that your departed loved ones are connecting with you. So, hopefully you're having a good night and, uh, and this live finds you well. <laughs> I uh, should introduce myself as well first while we're getting started. My name is Pip Coleman and I live down here on Phillip Island in Victoria at the moment. And uh, the wonderful thing about being on an island is that uh, luckily we can actually use internet online services now and I can actually reach out to the whole world and uh, and look after people not just on the island so I'm actually really excited about being able to do that now thank you COVID <laughs> for that and the uh, the other thing that's great about being on an island is I'm surrounded by water which means that I can do all of the wonderful things that water uh, entails <laughs> and allows me to do and one of my favorite things is uh, jumping in the water every morning with my group uh, down here called Submerge Phillip Island. And so we we get in there and we get into the cold water and get all the benefits as well as uh, kind of connecting with each other with a cool group, which is fun. And uh, yeah, so today, as I say, we're going to be talking about the top 10 signs that your departed loved ones are connecting with you. Now, there's more than 10. There's actually more than 10 signs altogether, but you uh, will probably find that these top 10, these ones are the most common. And if you actually want the full list of uh, signs, then let me know and I can send you the full list. So, uh, hi Ruth, it's nice to see you. Yay. Um, so as you join, say hey, and uh, I will be starting to talk through all the signs and you can add your aha moments. And you can also, of course, mention any stories that you have of uh, departed loved ones connecting with you. Um, you might find that there are some surprising ones in there that you didn't realize were your departed loved ones connecting with you. So. I'm going to start with the most obvious one. This is number one, most obvious, most common. Most people will say that they connect with um, having a dream about their departed loved one. And dreams are really easy for our departed loved ones to connect with us because we are in a virtually unconscious state. <laughs> and so that means we are easier to connect with. So if you are having um, a dream or dreams about your loved one, then you are probably connecting with them. Remembering that if your dream is a bit angsty and you're crying and it's like it's a sad dream, then you're probably going through, that's actually a grieving dream. That's not a visitation from your loved one because you are a soul incarnate and your loved one is a soul disincarnate. And so they know and your soul knows that you can actually connect on that energetic level, whether they're here in their body or not. So 
we know that on a on a soul level. So when we're dreaming and we're having those sort of you know really um, upset kind of feelings, that's our ego, that's our personality processing the grief. Whereas when you have a dream where you hug the person and it's really beautiful and everyone's like you know it's love, 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 lots of love. And as I say, there's usually a big hug in there. Um, that is a visitation type of dream. So if you've had one of those, give me a thumbs up. <laughs> if you've uh, had that sort of feeling that, that they visit, that a loved one has visited you in a dream, and you've had that feeling of like overwhelming love and hugging, then that is definitely a departed loved one visiting you, which is exciting. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Susie. Nice to see you. So yeah, pop it in the comments, um, put your thumbs up, or you can um, mention if you remember a particular dream, then um, and make note. Um, I can't see your comments at the moment, but um, I'm going to refresh my screen and keep going. Because <laughs> I'm looking at my computer as well, because sometimes I can see the comments there, but not on my phone. So. Let's move on to the second, the second tip that you are connecting or that your departed loved ones are connecting with you. You are, oh, there we go. I see you. Hi, Susie. Yep. Great. Oh, Ruth, your dad visited you. That's cool. Excellent. And Vanessa. Awesome. Yep. Ruth, I'll send you the full list for sure. I'll, um, I'll do that. So. Um, fabulous. So dreams, number one. Number two is uh, electrical issues. So really interesting. Uh, yesterday I was talking to some friends about um, just chatting away about things and one of them said, my television turned on randomly and it was on channel 10, which is not the channel that she normally watches. In fact, she doesn't watch channel 10 at all. And so she thought, that's weird. My dog has learnt how to turn the remote on the TV. And I said, no, I don't think it was your dog. And she said, well, I turned it off and then I went away and then I came back and the TV was back on again on Channel 10. Very interesting. And so we started to have a long discussion about how departed loved ones, particularly ones, people who are close to us, will do things with electrical items. So things like lamps, like lights turning on and off, flickering, um, television is a big one. Uh, if you have um, anything to do with computers, when, when I was writing my book, um, my grandmother used to, I'm definitely sure it was her, when I was writing and I was like, you know, there for too long and I was starting to get stuck, if I started to get sort of a bit stuck, my computer would start to beep and it was really bizarre. It used to just beep, it would beep once and then there would be nothing and then it would beep twice and then there would be nothing and then it would beep three times. And I was like, okay, um, after a while I started to freak out. I thought there was something wrong with my computer, but it actually... When I went and took a break and closed my computer down and then came back to it, it stopped beeping. So it was really interesting. And so I ended up connecting with my grandmother um, later 
she's crossed and had a little bit of a conversation. I was like, was that you making me take a break when I was riding, spending too long? She said she confirmed that it was her. So that was pretty cool. Um, and the TV thing is interesting too, because if you have your television turning on to a particular station, particularly one that is one that you don't normally watch yourself, then that is a good indication that it's departed loved one as well. Probably um, good to look at what show was on because that will give you an indication of the message from your departed loved one as well. So that's interesting too, if you can think of it in the moment and not get freaked out like my friend did. Because <laughs> she was like, oh, I freaked out and I turned it off and I ran away. I was like, okay, well, you won't get that message today. <laughs> So that's right. Um, cool. Vanessa say talking about dreaming. Yes, it would be nice if we could dream of them all the time, but they don't have messages for us all the time. You know, I think we have to remember that um, we only get the messages that we're supposed to get at the time that we're meant to get them. So that's kind of important to remember as well. So has anyone had any electrical issues? Give me a thumbs up or a Write a little note in the comments there if you've had any electrical, weird electrical issues um, that you'd like to share because that's that's a common one as well. So first one was dreams. Second one is electrical issues. TVs, computer beeping, all that sort of jazz. If you want to confirm in the moment that it's the person or who the person is, the easiest way to do it is just to say, is that... Who is that? <laughs> Ask the question, who is that? And then trust your intuition, trust your gut feeling. If you get a sense that it's your dad or your mom or your grandma or you know a, a partner, anyone who's crossed over, they'll, they'll tell you, they'll give you an indication because it'll be something very specific to you. That's one of the things about departed loved ones is when we are, um, getting that whole very, um, what's the word, personal. So the messages from departed loved ones are personal. When you get a message from a guide or uh, an angel or an um, animal spirit guide, you know, those ones will be a little bit more a higher purpose, um, grounding, so higher purpose for the angels, grounding for the animal spirit guides. We're gonna talk about those. Uh, tomorrow night is the angels and Saturday night is the animal spirit guide. So tune in then. Um, we'll talk a bit more about them then. But the important thing to know is that when we're talking about departed loved ones, it's very personal. So the message will be very clearly, this is me. It'll be, it'll be super clear. Um, so the TV show, for example, will be something that connects you to that person. Um, what Susie's talking about, bump, things that bump in the night. <laughs> oh, your auntie and your grandma. Oh, wow. Okay, so you had some strong mediums around you, which means that you would have not um, had any problems with trusting your intuition, I would have thought, which is cool. So dreams, electrical issues, things like flowers or smells of flowers, um, are quite a significant one as well, particularly if the flower is connected to um, uh, them. So again, personal. So if you, your mum or your grandma loved roses and you keep smelling roses or you keep seeing roses in strange places, 
Um, and that, that's the thing too, it's the significant, significant moments kind of situation. So, oh yes, we're gonna to get to that in a minute, Vanessa. Um, so, uh, flowers, smells. Smells are a big one. Um, a lot of people don't even realize that they're getting messages through smell, through clear sentient, um, or actually it's called clear alliance when you have um, clear smelling. So uh, messages from departed loved ones can be smells like, um, like if they smoke cigarettes, you might smell cigarettes in an unusual place. If they um, had a certain perfume, like my nan um, used to wear Chanel Number no. 5 talcum powder, and that was her that's her calling card now. So when I um, smell that that talc, actually it's the other way around. She gets me to um, sneeze first, and then <laughs> and then I smell the talcum powder, and then I know it's her. So it's kind of weird. She does it the other way around, um, and it'll usually be where I'll sneeze, and nothing will be happening. It'll just be this random moment. So um, yeah, that's kind of cool too. Um, I love that you're giving me some some wonderful, oh, your, your departed loved ones are so active, you guys. Um, so ladies, I should say, we've got lots of ladies on, the, on uh, today. So yeah, awesome. So Susie's aunt ran a spiritual church. Fantastic, love it. And Vanessa, you are talking about weird country songs that your dad gives you, which I love. The songs are one of one of my favourites because my nan does that too. She gives me um, Christmas carols <laughs> and any time of the year. So I love that your dad gives you weird country songs because that's fantastic. So my nan, um, she loves, uh, she used to love Christmas, she used to love the Christmas Carol CD and we'd put it on and then we'd dance in the kitchen and she used to love that. And so now when um, I get the song, I want, a Chris, uh, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas, when that comes into my head, I know that my nan is around and it always makes me smile because I don't know about you, but I have never heard that song except on that Christmas CD ever. Since she had that, I don't even know where the Christmas CD is, but it always comes into my head when I'm hanging out the washing, which is, was one of her favourite things to do. And uh, so I love that you get um, weird country songs. Does anyone else get songs? Um, you'll usually find, again, that it's a, a country song that, or a song that the person has some sort of connection to. So either their name is in it, in the song, or they are, um, it's something that they used to love. Like my Nana used to love um, the Christmas uh, song. So she used to love Silent Night. So whenever I hear Silent Night, I always, again, I don't hear it very often, but every now and then um, you'll hear it and you'll go, oh, that reminds me of Ah, hymns. Yeah, hymns are a good one, um, Ruth, because, um, you know, it's probably something that your dad used to love, you know, that I usually find that there's a connection there, some sort of personal connection. Hey, Kerry, I see you. So, yeah, so there's some beautiful um, suggestions there, some really good uh, examples of people connecting. And one of the beautiful things is um, about sensations oh you it's like you read my mind Kerry so the shivers shivers um, or um, feeling of being hugged 
um, that real um, sensation of someone being near you. Like some people, when they lose their partner, for example, or when I say lose, when their partner transitions and crosses over, they will feel that person in their bed, sometimes with their arm around them as if they're sleeping next to them. So uh, not so much, um, that's not so common with parents or grandparents, but with partners particularly, um, you'll find that people will feel that sensation of someone hugging them, putting their arm around them, um, holding their hand. Um, that sort of thing is, is quite common with people who have um, a partner that's transitioned. So um, that's really cool, I love that. Um, the other one is, uh, things like coins that uh, have particular dates on them. So coins and numbers. So if you see numbers or number plates um, with, with the number, like the date of the person's birthday or um, money, yeah, money, if you get given money that is, has a specific um, year on it, and it's, that's connected to this. I remember finding coins. Whenever I'm um, moving towards the right job, like when I was applying for, for jobs, I used to get coins all the time and they would be the number or the date or the year of that my grandfather was born or whatever. So that's, that's an interesting one too. Coins is an interesting one. Um, Vanessa's asking about feathers. Yes, feathers are an interesting one because feathers are um, can be, yeah, randomly, like, you know, one day I found a feather underneath, it was one of those little pink, you know, the pink galar, the galars that have the pink on the front of their chest. I found one of those pink and gray feathers underneath. It was underneath a cup. So I was, I picked up the, my coffee cup to drink and the, and the feather was underneath it. And I thought, that's bizarre. <laughs> I haven't been outside. I haven't, you know, there are no birds in my house that are, that are galahs. So that was, that's definitely, um, that's definitely a message from a loved one. And if you've made what I call a pact, like a, a pre-transition pact, if you say, you know, every time you see a pink feather, that's going to be me. Or every time you see a blue butterfly, that's going to be me. Or every time you see, um, you know, this um, particular um, coin, that's going to be me. I know I read a book the other day where the lady was talking about how she had walked the Camino Trail and she said that the, um, the day that she was going to give up, she'd sort of Everyone apparently almost gives up a number of times when they do the Camino Trail. I don't know if anyone's done that, but sounds amazing. She had a, a coin that actually just turned up on top of her clothing that she was going to wear the next morning. And she knew that that was from her dad because that was something that they had prearranged before he crossed over. She said, every time I need you, I want you to drop a coin in my path. And so that was what he did for her, which is beautiful. I am so excited about crossing over because I want to be able to do that with my sisters and my parents. Like I want to be able to go, when you see a whale, that's me. <laughs> Every time. Uh, not many people can tell you that they're looking forward to crossing over for that reason, but that's just who I am. <laughs> so uh, we're doing really well. We've got smells, we've got coins, We've got songs, we've got numbers, 
flowers, electricity issues, dreams. Um, we've also got the feeling of being hugged, like, the, and that can happen anytime. Uh, and the other thing is um, things like children and dogs or children and pets. So one of the things that children and pets will do is they will see or start to talk to something that isn't there. Or is it? Uh, so you, you've probably seen them online where people have got like, you know, nanny cams and they show their child or their dog or whatever talking to a relative and they actually call them by their name, um, particularly little ones, little children who are still very open and beautiful. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a gorgeous way as well to connect in is to ask your children if they're seeing anyone is if anyone's coming to visit them because they're so open, they don't have any blocks and they can definitely, you know, get in touch with you um, through your children. And um, dogs, not so much. They can't really tell you, but um, they can definitely see. I've seen pets, um, you know, seeming to be playing with someone um, and that's quite cool as well. Good question, Vanessa. Can I ask them to come to visit me? Yes, you can. And in fact, that's what I'm going to do with you right now. <laughs> or actually, oh, oh, I'll give you the 10th thing first. So the 10th thing is when you see um, things in your world that are the name of the person. So let's say, for example, you are driving along the road and you see a sign that says Joe's Plumbing and your dad's name was Joe, um, or you see Mary's flowers and your mum's name was Mary. Um, those are messages from your departed loved ones as well. So that's pretty cool uh, to do, to, to make note of as, as indications that they're around. And sometimes they're not giving you any complicated message other than I'm here, this is me. So, one of the things that I do as part of my Divine Alignment coaching program is I dive really deeply into your divine guides and how to work with them and how to ask them to come and visit you and how to actually communicate with them on a regular basis. My grandparents all communicate with me really regularly now because I've practiced the techniques that I teach as part of the coaching program. So one of them that I'm gonna do with you now, if you'd like to join me, is we're going to do a little mini meditation, just for three or four minutes, to connect in with a departed loved one. So we're gonna ask someone to come and visit you, all right? So if you'd like to, I'd like you to uh, close your eyes, <laughs> get comfy in your chair, and if you want to, you can put your hand on your heart and our whole idea is to connect in with a departed loved one. So, as you sit comfortably, closing your eyes and breathing just normally, you don't have to breathe deeply. In this journey, we as souls incarnate will be connecting with our departed loved ones. That is souls disincarnate. Both of us are souls, we are the same essential essence. So, as you open up to the messages from the other realm, we want to talk to 
anyone who wants to talk to us today. We're going to give up our resistance, let go of the material world just for one minute and allow an opportunity for us to connect in with that departed loved one. Most of us are getting signs and messages all the time, but we're usually not connected enough and it's us that's not connected. It's not that they are not sending signs, it's that we are not actually open to them, that we're not seeing them. So this is your opportunity right here and now to connect in your mind. I'd like you to call on your loved ones or one loved one that you'd like to connect with today and ask them to put their hands on your shoulders. Your loved ones will show up behind you whenever you have a connection, which is different to the angels and the animal spirit guides, but we'll talk about them tomorrow and Saturday night. So feel, sense, and you might see this beautiful loved one that's come in and try not to logically override. So if you feel a sensation, that's them. When you feel the warmth, the weight, the sensation of your loved one, enjoy the chat in your head. You can ask them questions, have a laugh, whatever feels natural to you. And remember to say, I love you rather than I miss you, because they've not gone anywhere. They're always connected to you. This process is as real as when they spoke to you in real life. When they're alive in their humanly body, humanly, <laughs> the energy is the thing that attracted you to them. So, as you sit in this moment, I'm just going to give you one minute to see what you see, feel what you feel, hear what you hear. And you can always watch the replay or listen to the replay again. Feel the sensations, smell the smells. And you might like to stay in this space with your loved one once you've called them in. Sit with them, have a chat, enjoy. And my time has flown by already. I need to sign off now. So I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night at 8.30 for the angels. 10 signs from your angels. And Saturday night, we're going to be talking about the animal spirit guides and departed pets. So you can stay in this space or you can wave at me. 
and say good night and uh, I will see you tomorrow. It's been a pleasure. I look forward to connecting with you again and uh, please check out uh, my album if you'd like to uh, learn more about me and if you'd like a copy of the list of the departed loved ones signs just make a note underneath this video and I will send it to you. Much love. I will see you very, very soon. Bye for now. See ya. <laughs> Thanks everyone.